0: Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Tuesday. And we're going to talk a little bit of draft in the first part of today's show. Then we're going to do the season in review of Didi, because we all love him. And then some general NBA stuff, including the train wreck that was Neil O'Shea, president of basketball operations for the Portland Trailblazers end of season media availability. It went literally as poorly as it probably could have gone. So make sure you listen to the end to hear how badly that went and wonder Maybe out loud, we'll wonder if that's going to influence Damian Lillard in some capacity. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game, it's the whole game at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. All right, we're going to start off with a little bit of draft talk. We're going to do one of those, uh, uh, one of those, another Mock draft with the Locked On hosts who are all in the lottery. I played that whole episode of just us kind of making the picks, talking a little bit about them. The Pelicans dropped down a spot to 11. I took Alperen Shingun. I'd actually probably, more I think about it, go a different direction. And we we might do more of these too where I'll be able to make that choice. But in this one, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing. The Pelicans jumped up to two in the draft. So we had a little bit of lottery luck. Hopefully we don't use all that lottery luck lottery luck up on these mock drafts and instead actually keep it for the real thing, but we've got to do what we can here. Um, so it was cool to be able to make the second pick because the Pelicans are presented with a number of choices. Cade Cunningham is going to go first in this draft. But after that, do you go with the second best prospect available in Evan Mobley? He's a center seven foot, but doesn't shoot threes. And do you really need to draft another center? Or do you go with one of the Jalen's Jalen Suggs or Jalen green? Both guys can score, One's a better shooter, I think, than the other, and is it uh, has better size in terms of length than the other? Um, in Jalen Green, or do you go with more of a playmaker in Jalen Suggs? And to not again, I'm not going to spoil the whole draft, but I'll tell you who I chose. I ended up going with Jalen Suggs at two for the Pelicans, but I was really torn between him and Jalen Green. Both of them, I think, would be excellent fits on the Pelicans, almost excellent fits on like any team. They're not clear blue chippers like Cade Cunningham is. But you know what? They're guys that probably could be all-stars and show that kind of level of potential. Have uh, you know? in a guy like Jalen Suggs, I just like that he's so dynamic of a score. He's got a bit of an outside shot. He can get downhill and get to the rim and score. And he's a really decisive passer, more of a playmaker, not a full-time point guard, but is very much in the vein of a playmaker when you watch him play. And it could help replace a guy like Lonzo Ball, should he be leaving in free agency. And then Jalen Suggs would be able to start uh, defensively, I think. I think you probably start him, or you should be starting him, depending on how things go with Eric Bledsoe and Lonzo Ball this offseason. But defensively, I liked what he'd be able to bring. He's kind of a proven commodity on that side of the ball. So should the Pelicans drop jump into the top four? I was starting to realize they should be in a really, really good spot. I think if they get to four... Someone will take Evan Mobley two or three, leaving the Pelicans one of Jalen Suggs or Jalen Green. I think it gets a little bit dicey then if they jump into the top four, say the fourth spot, and... It goes Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, and then Evan Mobley at four, and then what do the Pelicans do? So as I was looking about this, while it's great to jump into the top four, it's never a bad thing. There is one scenario, and it's that Cade Cunningham, the two Jalens, then Evan Mobley, that would leave the Pelicans probably not feeling great about their situation and maybe looking to trade that pick more so than they would be to keep it. If they jump in the top 1, 2, or 3, I actually think they'll end up keeping that pick and drafting one of these guys that we do think blossom into future all stars and bring them along alongside Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. Um, but it's if they're at 4 and they're stuck kind of with Evan Mobley or a guy like Jonathan Kaminga or Scotty Barnes if they really fall in love with him, I think he's the other guy kind of in that range too. Do you go with, who's probably the second best player in the draft, which is Evan Mobley, and I believe that, just can can they really take a center? Can they really take a center? I really, really struggle with that, and a guy that doesn't shoot the three ball at all. I just don't see how they're able to do that, but we'll play this whole mock draft when I get the audio, which should be hopefully in the next day or so, so we should get it out for you guys this week, and then I'm waiting on the lottery, really, before we really start diving into prospects in the draft. Once we kind of have an idea of where the Pelicans might be picking, it's going to make it a little bit easier to kind of choose who the big board is, where we want to kind of go in terms of breaking down these prospects, and I'm going to bring on some of the locked-on draft experts onto the show to really break them down since these guys cover them basically day in, day out, and have unbelievably great insight. But we're going to wait a little bit before we start doing you know, pro- you know multiple prospects a day or things like that. But I promise that's going to be coming soon, most likely at the week after we get the lottery in the lead-up to the NBA draft. So we'll get into the Pelicans' newest prospect, Didi Luzada, and what really, we'll look at his season, but really more importantly, what's it going to look like going forward for him. But before we do that, today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans is brought to you by Credit Karma. Who doesn't want instant gratification? And if you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With the Credit Karma Money account, you could win cash reimbursements for debit card purchases. The Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements on purchases that you just make. You pay with your debit card, and if you win, you're going to be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added right back to your account. Credit Karma money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members in counting. So open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and they have free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And only for June 8th through June 30th, when you make a purchase between those two days, you'll be automatically entered in to win $1 million. You're spending your money from your bank account. You may as well have the chance that those purchases basically get Get erased and you get your money back for them and they become free. Your bank's not doing that for you right now. So join up today. Start with a credit karma money because progress starts here. Right now visit credit karma.com that's with a K creditkarma.com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to credit karma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's credit karma.com slash win money karma k-a-r-m-a. Instant karma is sponsored by credit karma no purchase necessary Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank, Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is also brought to you by rockauto.com one reason to repair and maintain your car save money that you can use on literally anything else rent mortgage food clothes I don't know anything you want it to be because when you do it yourself you're saving money by not paying those mechanics charges in their high hourly rate plus you're not going to be able to get an appointment with a mechanic right now they're all booked up for like four months so if you're going to work on your car yourself don't spend 30 50 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store. You've got to do this by going to rockauto.com, a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything you could possibly want. Brake parts, new lights for your car, new carpet for your car. Maybe you're just doing the oil change yourself. Buy the oil there. It's cheaper than if you go into any of the big chain stores. So whatever it is, whether it's your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Because the catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, you can quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck, and you can choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Because best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always low, and they're same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Don't. Spend up to twice as much for the same parts. So go to RockAuto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write "Locked On" in there. How did you hear about us? Box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, continuing the season in review series here, talking about Didi Luzada. Played in three games for the Pelicans after spending basically two years in Australia. The Pelicans did some smart accounting, signing him to a multi-year deal using the mid-level exception last season that they did not use in the previous year. So he's under contract next year, and then after that, they should be able to have some of the bird rights to him. So smart bit of move to get that money in on last year's cap instead of this year's coming cap or last year's exception instead of this year's uh, coming exception. So they'll have the full use of the mid-level exception, one of the ones that they'll end up having once we kind of get to that point, and they'll be able to spend all of that money should they want to. So a good bit of kind of cap accounting by the Pelicans to bring him over, get this done now, and get him a little bit of action and just some time playing and practice with the rest of the team. Didi only played in 56 minutes for the Pelicans this season, and he did Did not shoot well. He was 3 of 13 from the field overall. Just 2 of 8 from deep. He shot 23% and 25% from deep. It's not good. He didn't even get to the free throw line once. He had one offensive board, two total defensive rebounds, three assists, two steals, At three turnovers, five personal fouls, and he scored eight total points. That was his whole year. The per-game number is not particularly great, but that's not why we were excited to see him out there on the court. This is a guy that was taken in the second round, and the Pelicans feel could have been a first-round pick had he not been born had he played in the U.S., they felt really, really good about this guy, and I heard a lot of talk about him last season, the non-COVID, COVID-interrupted season, that they thought he could be one of the best defenders on the team that year, even though he was playing in Australia and would have been a rookie. They thought that highly of him, and then when he finally came over and got into some games... You could see it. You could see the defensive energy from him, and he defended differently and maybe at times better than any other player that the Pelicans had. The biggest thing, if you go back and watch those three games that he was in, dude just bodies people up out there on the perimeter. He doesn't sag off of them. He feels that he can get through screens and keep up with anybody, and he sticks right to them, getting in their face, making them feel uncomfortable. And I think that's kind of the key with him, right? Having a guy that can really press the point of attack like that. How many times last season did we hear, or did I say, that the Pelicans just didn't make the other team uncomfortable? They let them do what they wanted. Didi Luzada is not a guy that's going to let you... Really just do whatever it is that you want. He's going to make you uncomfortable, and he's going to make you really, really work for it. And that is a very, very valuable guy to have. And the Pelicans don't have any other defender like that on the team that does things like that. It was exciting to watch him fly around on defense. And you got to bet that in practice, whoever's matched up against him is going to be unbelievably annoyed that they got to go against this guy that's probably going all out in practice and making them work really, really hard. Love having a dude like this on the team. If he gives you any scoring next season, you're going to be thrilled about it, and it's Lanyap. But go back to him in Summer League two years ago. He looked like one of the best players alongside Nikhil Alexander Walker and Jackson Hayes. He could score. He moved well off ball. His three point shot was falling in summer league, and he looked like he was a guy that's going to have a well rounded, complementary style of game that gives you some three and D and just off ball movement. There's some Tony Allen in him and the way he plays and that kind of just dog in him that that tenacity in him that this team desperately, desperately needs. He's going to be on the low end of the rotation next season, But if we're doing the stock right, buy, sell, hold with him, I am buying all of the Didi Luzada stock because I feel he's really going to be able to contribute to this team. And when you have a defender like that, it's going to force other people to defend and try a little bit harder because you're going to be outshone on film by him. And I think that is a really great guy to have. And also, look, he can take away kind of the point of attack. And if they add maybe a defender in the draft, they get a little bit lucky. Draft Jalen Suggs at two, which I just did. You know, all of a sudden... You're looking like you've got some people in the backcourt and on the wing that can really defend, and I think that's a very, very big, big thing. So I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do last season. The numbers this year don't matter. The eye test and the defense that we saw from him and what he's going to be able to do next year, that's the key for him. I'm high on him going forward. So we're going to get into the Portland Trailblazers again and Neil Olshay. Thank you, Neil, for the free segment. Please. I love it. Keep it up and then also make Damian Lillard one out and maybe come to New Orleans. But before we get to that, today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on any single thing you basically want to. Baseball season is in full swing. You can get all of your action there. If you want to bet on the NBA playoffs, they have it as well. If you want just news on different things, they got you covered and MLB NBA NHL and any UFC MMA action or celebrity boxing matches like we had the other day so before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great news sign up bonus and fun contest information just to make your money go even further you don't want to sit on the sidelines anymore it's the playoffs get into the game and you can do that by heading to the website using your mobile device and signing up and putting in that promo code locked on for a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's free money they're giving you right now free money that you were going to be betting anyway so add a little bit more to your bankroll when you use the promo code Locked On over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, it's time for the road to the finals coverage. Our NBA playoff coverage, which is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this off season. Uh, Bucks, what are you guys doing? Getting blown out by 39 points to the Nets. The Nets looking like, you know, the presumptive NBA favorites right now, even though the Phoenix Suns, I think, are really going to start to surprise some people just a little bit. And I'm excited to see what the Utah Jazz are going to be able to do tonight. And are they going to be that real one seed that you know they look like for the most part of the year? So I'm really going to have my eye on both of those teams because someone's going to maybe need to beat the Nets or should be able to beat the Nets. We'll see. Actually, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to beat the Nets. But enough about the playoffs because what I really want to talk about is the Portland Trailblazers. You, you don't need to go and watch it. You probably saw the jokes and everything on Twitter, but Holy crap, Neil Olshe, the president of basketball operations, top basketball decision maker for the Portland Trailblazers, who's been there for a really long time, and you may remember him from such hits as running the Clippers and trading for Chris Paul from New Orleans, by the way, before deciding he didn't want to work for Donald Sterling and get the hell out of there. Moved to Portland, has done a very good job of putting a perennial playoff team around Damian Lillard and getting them into the playoffs. But it does feel like the wheels are starting to fall off just a little bit with this team right now because they've been bounced out of the first round so many times. And as I've said, you know what? For a small market team that is wonderful success, I truly, truly mean that. You don't look at this Trailblazers team and go, hey, it's... A failure or anything like that but everything does run its course at times and you've got to wonder if that's what's starting to happen there but Neil Olshea really spent some time yesterday letting you know that all of these failures that we've seen from the Portland Trailblazers not his fault at all and if I'm Damian Lillard I look at this and I'm like what the f- what the fuck was that and really would be considering my future. If my any any company I worked for had had this kind of approach, I would probably not want to work there anymore. And I mean that in my like personal life. That's how bad this press conference was. So he started out by really throwing Terry Stotts under the bus. And Terry Stotts was their head coach who was fired the other day. You know, or mutually, they he was fired. Let's just leave it at that. They, they called it something differently. Um, and he called out Terry Stott saying that the team lost not due to roster construction, but because of coaching issues. The quote is this first round loss was not a prod, a product of the roster, the roster that Neil Olshay built. Of course, he's not going to freaking say, Oh man, I put a bad team out there and they, lost, they got bounced out in the first round and they weren't good enough. It's, Wild that he would not take any blame when there was very clearly a lot of roster construction issues right there. Th- at least some of it's on him and roster because Nurkic did nothing in that series. CJ McCollum never does anything really in the playoffs. That's that's roster construction right there with everything. It was just weird to hear him really come out and say this and try and put the blame on other players people and then he goes on to say about the next head coach after saying by the way and calling out Damian Lillard for Lillard coming out and saying he wanted Jason Kidd to be the next head coach and how that might have screwed up their process even though he said they they hadn't really made a short list of candidates or anything like that just yet I don't know the whole thing with Jason Kidd's stupid and weird but kind of called out Damian Lillard which Lillard probably isn't going to like but basically said whatever for any prospective coaches to advance in the process of getting hired there they're going to need to have to prove that they can improve defensively without a ton of roster changes so they're going to take a team that just got bounced out in the first round that's been bounced out in the first round repeatedly and they're just going to run it on back they're going to run it on back and again i don't if if you just want to get into the playoffs and just do that every single year there's there's nothing wrong with that that's the right move and Damian Lillard's been okay with that for a really long time. But it, but is he still? And does he have different priorities than what Portland's trying to do? Neil Shea went on to say, quote, One of the things that's getting lost in this is we've made the playoffs eight years in a row. We're one of the winningest small market franchises in the league, end quote. Yeah, that's great. I actually think that's like a wonderful thing. He's done a really good job of that. Is that all they're trying to do? Or are they going to try and win a title? Are they going to try and win a title with Damian Lillard? These two things may be at odds with each other right now. You actually might need to go through a bit of a rebuild or tear your roster down to try and kind of improve a little bit, but you don't necessarily make the playoffs. And you're kind of at the point where you can't really do that because Damian Lillard will absolutely want out then. So that kind of reads to me as in they've had their run and it's just kind of reaching its natural conclusion. Things end. I get that we're humans, we don't like endings when it comes to things, but it just feels like that's what's going on here. You know, it's, it's weird. He said the defense was not a product of the roster and doesn't really feel that, you know, this is on him or anything like that or feel that there's pressure on him. Man, it's been a good run, but you probably need to do something differently unless you're cool with this. And if you're cool with this that's fine. You can also like come I don't expect them to come out and say like, "Oh, we're a small market. We don't expect to win. We just want to have some fun here." But if you if that's the truth, like it's it's good. I don't I don't hate that, man. I, like I'd love to see the Pelicans get into the playoffs 8 years in a row even if they lose in the first round every year. I think that would be a lot of fun. You build a big following and you build basketball culture here. But for a guy like Damian Lillard, I don't know if he's okay with that anymore. And that's why his names are all going to continue to be in rumors. And like you're hearing me read parts of this stuff, and it wasn't great, and it, w- it was worse if you watch the whole thing. I'm sure you can read more about it, but whew, it was not, not good. So I don't think this Damian Lillard thing is going to go away anytime soon, but I am going to go away right now because that's going to end today's edition of Lockdown Pelicans. But I'll be back tomorrow. The live locker room show is tomorrow. I got it wrong the other day. I was tired when I recorded. We do those on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central, not Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Central. So that's going to be tomorrow, um, where we'll be able to talk all things Lillard. The second overall pick, I want to kind of talk about that, who you guys have there. So it should be a lot of fun. So make sure you download the Locker Room app. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nolajake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.